0: Today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. For the win! We are here for another episode of Locked On Women's Basketball, and as we do every week. Uh, We are dedicating one of our shows, one of my shows, uh, to social justice. And I am here with Dorothy J. Gentry. She is a Dallas-based freelance writer, giving us so much coverage of the Dallas teams. Obviously, we are going to talk to her about the Dallas Wings. Um, But Dorothy, I want to do a check-in today as we speak on wednesday a lot has happened in in the the basketball world yes um so let's just do a (laughs) check-in
1: man
0: okay how are you feeling what are you thinking what what's going on in in dorothy's world first thank you so much for uh having me on your
2: show um pleased to be on auntie's show <laughs> i appreciate you and all you're doing for for you know all the sports women's sports hockey all of that so thank you uh for what you're doing and leading the way there uh who we today wow uh quite a bit you know quite quite a bit um was very shocked that you know the reaction um from the 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 nba teams uh and then of course the WNBA teams uh, to the the Jacob Blake shooting, uh, I knew that there were already kind of rumblings about that, you know, that they may be boycotting, but you never thought it was going to happen. And then as a mother of a, you know, 17-year-old black male child uh, who looks like George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Jacob Blake and all the others, you know, today has definitely been one of those uh, moments. You know, uh, we we talked about it. My son and I talked about it, you know, and um, it just, you know... It, it, Ooh, 2020 just you know just just won't 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 let up and it's just um so I'm feeling a whole bunch of kind of ways right now you know proud of the WNBA and the NBA for taking a stand it's bigger than basketball you know as a sports writer you know definitely but then as a mom I'm like who we you know here we go again kind of a thing so I'm all over the place but I'm happy to be here talking to you tonight.
0: Yeah, well, I appreciate it. And I'm all over the place myself, Dorothy. It's been a tough day. Uh, usually I can find my way through it. But you know, it's yeah. been tough. It's yeah. been tough. Um, and I kind of want to use that as, as a matter of fact to segue to someone that you and I both have um, kind of been following her path in the WNBA with the dallas wings and that's one satu Sabali. yeah and dorothy i know you had your piece for the athletic um by the time listeners are hearing this i will have a story about satu out as well uh with sports illustrated and uh, you know there was one conversation that we had with satu where we asked her you you do so much you you come in as a number two pick coming from a program like Oregon that's yeah. definitely on its way up. Yeah. Uh, and to a team like Dallas that is really trying to do some things. Yeah. Um, and then are the only rookie named to the Social Justice Council. How do you manage it all? And, you know, Satsu said it was tough, but she couldn't imagine waking up
1: yeah. and not
0: thinking about everything that's going on. Right. And then she even said,
2: If if you do, then you need to think about yourself and the world a little bit more. I remember, you know, her response to that. She was like, if, if you can just go on with everything going on, but then maybe you need to think about what you're thinking about. <laughs> you that's know, that's right. So
0: that was pretty powerful. It is pretty powerful. I've I've found her to be a, a rather powerful young woman. Yes. Um, and again, I think- Yes, she and I want to ask you about that because again, your story has published already and it's been out for a while now. But as you were talking to Satu, you know, what were some of the things that, that struck you about her story?
2: First of all, she's very, very poised. You know, in her speaking, not saying you know, twenty-one, you know, 20, 20 year old you know girls aren't, but she's um, she's clear in her answer. She's she knows. What she wants to say. She has her voice. Uh, she knows how she feels about certain things. Uh, she doesn't hesitate, you know, to say, you know, how she feels, her emotions um, in talking with her just about, you know, where she, you know, how she grew up and uh, what she wants to do in the WNBA, what she wants to do. Um, as a player, what she wants to do off the court, she was very focused. She knows what she wants to do. She wants to bring another championship to Dallas like Dirk and whiskey. She wants to grow in her game. She wants to uh, learn how to tackle the physicality of the game, which is different from college. She's real specific uh, and methodical in her answers, uh, which means she's very cerebral. I found her to be very cerebral. you know she you can tell she thinks a lot and she's clear in her thinking and, and how she feels. She talked about, you know, wanting to make changes, you know, off the court, you know, for for people, you know, um, uh, social justice wise and fighting for the rights. You know, she talked about, you know, her growing up and the issues that she's dealt with, you know, um, you know, being from Germany and having her parents, you know, um, also, you know, from there. So um, I just find her to be very cerebral, very, um, very methodical in her thinking and in her speaking and she's clear like last night which you know threw me off So,
0: yes and let's talk about that um you know let's let's talk about the stat line though for satsu yeah, yeah, yeah. last what? night 28 points yeah, rebounds. coming back only and on her second game back her second from, game yeah, back
2: from uh, the back thing she was going through
0: Correct. Sounded like spasms. We didn't get a, an official word, but sounded Got like it. something like that. Yes. Muscular, we were right. told. Right. Um, so she's Not coming off. Mm-hmm. Right. Correct. Uh, a, something she needed rest for. Yeah. Um, so she drops 28 points, which is her season high, which makes it her career high. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, had her second best performance on the boards with 11. I think she topped yeah. at 17 in her yeah. second or third game. I was looking up the stats. Yeah. And so this was also Dorothy, as you know, as the beat writer uh, for, for Dallas for, yeah. for a number of years. This was her first media availability since returning. This was her second yeah. game back from injury, yeah. but her first media availability. Right. And you had been asking even since last game about, mm-hmm her return and her contributions. I noticed you, you know, on yeah. the zoom circuit, as I like to say, <laughs> All right. asking about that. So this was your first opportunity to ask Satu about that. And I'm going to play for the listeners, your conversation and, and, and how it went down. Woo. What's up, Satu? Hi. All right, everybody. We have uh, Satu Sabali joining us.
2: Uh, if you'd like to ask uh, Satu a question, please raise your hand. And uh, we're going to go first to, uh, Dorothy Gentry with The Athletic. Hi, Satu, thanks for your time. What emotions did you feel when you hit that three to make it a two point game? What were you thinking?
1: Honestly, at that moment, I wasn't thinking anything. I just wanted to win, but I just want to say that I won't be answering any questions because we need justice for Jacob Blake, who has been shot seven times in the back. And at this moment, you know, we can't enjoy any wins. We can't enjoy any losses. there's a lot of things happening in this country and um, we need to put the focus on that. So if you guys want to ask any questions, then please go ahead.
0: So Dorothy, you know, you said just a moment ago that it took you by surprise, you know, walk us through uh, what you were going through as, as she started to lay out uh, her statement. Right. Um, And I say by surprise because the two players
2: prior to her did not say anything. So I just asked my normal questions. And then she went into her spiel about, you know, I'm not answering any questions because of the Jacob Blake shooting. And I totally respected that. I loved it. She was measured. She knew what she wanted to say. She knew how she felt. I just was caught off guard again because no one else had said anything. So I didn't know that it was a, it was, that she was going to say it, you know.
0: Right. And, you know, it's just, I And I asked a a follow-up question, and I'm going to play that for for our audience as well. And I'm glad Um, you did, because I couldn't think of anything to say about that
2: issue, because, again, I wasn't in that frame of mind at that time.
0: Right. Well, I asked two questions. And so the first question that I asked was, just as being someone who covers the New York Liberty, I know that uh, they are scheduled, we'll say, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but they are scheduled to play on Thursday. Yes. uh, Today. Uh, at the time of this recording, at the time of this podcast. And it will be the annual, fourth annual Unity Day game for the New York Liberty. Uh, And I've talked about this on the podcast, but just as a refresh. And then we're going to get into the next segment here shortly because listening back to what she said last night today, Mm -hmm. I found very interesting. So let's play that clip and then we'll come back in the next segment and talk a little bit more about Satu and social justice in the WNBA. Satu, um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the Social Justice Council. And you've been able to work with um, Lejja Clarendon. And uh, on Thursday's game, you'll have the Unity game, which is something the New York Liberty have been doing for a while. Um, Have you talked to Lejja in particular about uh, what you hope that both of your teams can do for that Thursday game?
1: Uh, Not yet. We'll have a... um follow-up informational um, call so that will you know put us all in the loop and I hope that we can really do something that is effective and brings even more awareness you know there there are really a lot of people who are suffering and a lot of their families have lost someone who they love uh, who haven't done anything wrong and I hope I hope we can do any uh, something so she she'll she will fill, she will fill us in.
0: More from Satu Sabali and Dorothy J. Gentry in just a moment, but first, let me tell you about you know it, you love it, my favorite family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, rockauto.com. We know that Ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of cars and all kinds of vehicles make it impossible to stock up all the parts you need in just one traditional chain storefront. That's why rockauto.com has you covered. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and yes, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered right to your door. Best of all, rockauto.com prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals as they are for the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, All the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. In that clip, as we as we came out of the first segment, Satu is is talking about you know well uh, you know I'm sure that we'll talk with them them being Lesja and the New York Liberty and but you know all of that will come together. She was not very specific,
2: right?
0: And at first, I thought. I took it as, well, she's a little frustrated because she seemed a little frustrated when she answered your question. Yeah. So I was like, she's just frustrated. She's tired. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't want to talk about this. But now I wonder mm-hmm. if maybe there were conversations happening already right. about potentially Possibly. Mm-hmm. not playing, which we saw in the NBA. And then we ended right. up seeing today, or excuse me, uh, on Wednesday night, Right, Where the the full slate of WNBA games was postponed. What are your thoughts on
1: that?
2: Right. And now that you say that, as you said, she did sound that way last night. But of course, you know, we didn't know or I didn't know. Um, I knew there, as I said, were some rumblings in the NBA. So maybe those conversations had been going on with the WNBA as well. And like you said, looking back now and then seeing today and what happened today with the, you know implosion and all the games you know being canceled maybe those conversations were already going on you know yeah the possibility so us at you know me asking her because I'm the only one who asked her about the game nobody's got a chance to <laughs> but uh asking about the game and all of that you could tell that just was not on her mind even though it was a uh-huh. clear night for her and um so yeah she she maybe she already had been having those discussions the, the, the yeah. social council was already talking about this.
0: Perhaps. And maybe Perhaps. maybe she didn't truly know at the time. And, yeah. you know, you and I are just kind of riffing ideas here. Right. But maybe she truly didn't know at the time what that would look like. But she seemed pretty, to your point earlier in the earlier segment, Satu is cerebral. She yes. is intentional on yes. the court yes. and yes. off the court.
2: You can tell. hmm
0: And so just putting together what we both know about her, because we've had published Mm -hmm. pieces, shout out to The Athletic, shout out to Sports Illustrated, Mm -hmm. hashtag click our links. (laughs) But what we know about her and building up to that, again, it just makes me wonder, and hopefully, you know, you or I will will get to follow up with her and with other athletes. Because yeah. as it stands now, we know that the games were, it's been announced that they've been postponed. Mm-hmm. But if you look at players like Diamond DeShields, she's like, um, this isn't a postponement. A this is a boycott. Right.
2: And then somebody even said, not even a boycott, it's a strike. I mean, you know, so they're using all these words. It's like, okay, we're not just going to just jump back up on the court tomorrow right. or two days later when this blows over. It's not a right. party. <laughs> so
0: so mm. this makes it very interesting. And, you know, I want to get your reactions to that because we, we talked at the top of the show. You're a freelancer. I'm a freelancer. Mm-hmm. We have a shared experience of, yes. shall we say, <laughs> coming into the season a little differently than we had anticipated. Right. Um, and so, I mean, but we're also Black women. Okay. <laughs> Yes. And you are a black yes. mother of a black son. Oh, yes. All right. So, I mean, I just know I'm going through emotions.
2: Yes, me too. Um, I told you. I'm feeling a whole bunch of ways.
0: You know, and and so I'm trying to find my footing and I I'm really mm-hmm. I really want to talk this out with you and just have a conversation because i'm i'm truly trying to find my north star among all of the emotions that i have including that there are not a lot of black journalists i don't think there are any black journalists in the wobble and and you know what makes me if i think about it a little bit sad is that you know sports is on this we're gonna do it anyway even while people are still being affected by covid
2: i know I know. It's just... I mean,
0: you know that 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 adds a completely different and equally, in a lot of ways, complex layer because of the disparities in healthcare presented uh, pri- that were present, I should say, prior to COVID. Right. That are amplified. Um, I, it's just a lot, Dorothy. It is, and then
2: being sports, being journalists and then who covers sports you know, it's like on the one hand, it's our livelihood and you want to, you know, you, you want something to write about, you want to be able to, but then it's just not the same because lives, like you said, are being affected and like permanently affected with the pandemic and with the, you know, social justice and the Black Lives Matter and all of that. It's, it's a rocky terrain and some days, you know, I don't want to talk about sports. I was just, just being honest. I, I just, I don't care, you know, because I'm just not in that frame of mind. Other days, I'm thankful to have a couple of games to watch or cover and all of that. You know, it's everybody's, I think, going through it, not just the athletes who may or may not want to even be there. They're just there, you know, in the bubble and the wobble, you know, and their mind is, you know, but also the athletes, who, also the, the journalists who cover them. Right. us, you know, who who cover them. We're in that same frame of mind. Some days I'm all for talking about sports. Other days I don't even want to watch a basketball game.
0: Yeah. I hear that. Co-sign that for sure. But I, you know what I appreciated from the, the conversations that I was hearing as all of this other stuff was starting to play out? Yeah. Leja and the other panelists, um, but Lasia in particular was having a conversation and she said the one thing that I am proud of and that I will repeat, uh, I'm. Uh, and this is not verbatim, but I'm reprising what she said, uh, remixing <laughs> what she said. Um, she she said, uh, Lasia said, and she uses all pronouns. So uh, they said, what I love about how the WNBA handles business mm-hmm. is that from the beginning, mm-hmm. We have been attaching what we're doing on and off the court, the conversations that we're having to organizers, to policy advocates, to elected officials, and to policy change. Mm -hmm. And, And Leija was saying that's what makes what the WNBA is doing different.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: And it's just been frustrating to see the conversation stop at, oh, I'm so proud of the Bucks. Uh How inspiring uh, is the WNBA? In the sports world, when you think about sports, you think a
2: lot about the sports that are predominantly Black, and you think that only the athletes who are Black should take the stand and, you know, and make this, you know, push to have policies changed and laws and, you know, voting and all of that, you know, because it's the it's it's the black issue kind of a thing. So the black athletes should be the ones, which is why there was so much, I guess, discord when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling. It's like, well, where where are the white players who are who should be supporting him? It's mm. the same thing now. It's like, well, it's not a black thing or a white thing though. It's a it's a human thing. It, it's right. a it's a you're you're somebody who looks like your teammate if you're a white athlete you know is getting murdered or stalked, or treated a certain kind of way you should care because of that Mm -hmm. um I don't know pushing the conversation forward moving the conversation forward I think everybody needs to just come to the table collectively not just WNBA NBA not just those two types of sports or teams you know but all of the sports world you saw tonight I was so impressed by uh soccer canceling games um, uh in baseball canceled a few games brewers the brewers and and the reds i thought that was great so something like that i think could help push the agenda push it forward when you have you know people from all the different sports world white Mm -hmm. you know hispanic you know all athletes of all races and all sports coming together like they did tonight
0: yeah Absolutely. And Dorothy, we're going to keep you for our next and final segment because we are talking social justice like we do once a week here on Locked On Women's Basketball. Again, this is Eric Ayala with special guest, very, (laughs) very special guest, New York Times published guest, Dorothy
1: (laughs) J. Gentry. In the WNBA, Brianna Taylor is on all
0: of the jerseys because Angel mm-hmm. McCautry drew that up. Right. Black Lives Matter is on the court because Brianna Stewart drew that up. Mm-hmm. On the NBA, as I understand, it was okay. We hear what you're saying. Uh, we know some of y'all are a little bit concerned of in entering a, a bubble. So here's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. These are the pre-approved things that right. you can add to your jersey, and we'll call it even from there right and so you know in with all of that context it just makes it difficult to get a real grasp on where these businesses are coming from and of course that includes the WNBA because the W the NBA owns 50% of the WNBA mm-hmm and there's uh, there's an umbrella if you will the the nba umbrella of which the wnba falls under right. and you know i just think dorothy it's <laughs> it's an interesting time right now that these leagues if i were to put myself in their position um, to now in in the middle of a pandemic Right. (laughs) Um, To be taken off guard. If if I allow myself to see things differently, uh, to be taken off guard in this way. uh, And almost despite uh, their personal and the individual individuals that make up a front office, despite how they might personally feel, there is some scrambling (laughs) that's
2: going on. Exactly. Exactly. And you could tell that there was today, you know, because they're standing around waiting for a team to come out of the locker room that already decided they weren't going to come out of the locker room. You know, they had already made that decision. And so, uh, and then the other team and the league had to then respond accordingly. Correct. uh, It seems as though the the play, you know, it's a business, you know, the NBA is a business, WNBA, it's a business for all of them, you know, but the players are moving past it being a business. Yes, they're getting their livelihood and their checks and everything and stuff, but it's becoming much more than that. And if this social justice, I don't know, phenomenon, whatever you want to call it, if it's going to, as you said earlier, you know, move forward and really have some traction and really make some changes in this country legislatively, you know, uh, uh, with policy, you know, vote with votes, all of that. Well, then it's going to have to move beyond the walls you know and and get out there and they're gonna have to really put some i guess put their money where their mouth is speaking of money speaking of it being a bottom line kind of an issue you know and let these players go and do what they have to do um to help bring about change because there's no going back now there's no going
0: no no going back now nope the uh, elephant has been pointed out in the room for yeah. real, for real. <laughs> yes, yes.
2: You know, and yeah, they're going to have to be able to move forward with the support, at, or you can see as today with the Bucks, maybe without. You know, mm.
0: right. And that's the power. And I think mm-hmm. there are people, um, and I would, I would imagine even some players that are still a little befuddled, um, and, and confused. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not in the, the, I mean, it's pretty matter of fact, uh, we're not playing. That's pretty straightforward, mm-hmm. but the why of it all, if you will, right. What
2: is the real why? Right. And it's funny you mentioned that because I heard, um, Charles Barkley earlier and he was talking about the why for all the, dif- all the players is different.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: if they decide to discontinue the season some players who don't have the money as some other players or the type of contracts or whatever may be adversely affected some players need to continue playing in the bubble some players don't don't care you know uh, uh, who's at george hill with the bucks he was like why are we even here he said we're here now but you know but he can say that you know some players mm-hmm. that's what charles was talking about you know um so this is this you know the social justice is important it's it's the very fabric of everybody's lives that's like you, there's just no going back you, you you can't what like you have the cork and you take it and you can't put it back you can't put you know the soda's flat now if you try to do that it's out there now and um everybody's perspective and everybody's frame of reference and all of that is going to have to be taken into account um, as it continues to move forward. But there's just, I keep saying there's no going back because there's just not,
0: you know. Yeah, there's definitely not any going back. And you mentioned that players are in different positions. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we saw Kyrie get yeah. just completely railed yes. for I'm talking about this months ago. Right. Or Skyler Diggins-Smith, man, right before media day, so I guess it was still, you know, the training camp, uh-huh. the right. very uh, abridged version of training camp. Um, right. You know, she was asked, you know, oh, hey, Wobble like how's it going? And she's like, I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Like, what do you want me to say? Right. Uh, I'm conflicted being here. And then they're yeah. like, well, what was your decision to not? She's like, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about what, you know, and she mm-hmm. and has been consistent with that messaging. And also, you know, if we pull out our little, uh, you know, our, our, our map of delineation and, and kind of how this conversation, it really didn't come out of nowhere. And that's mm-hmm. another thing that I think is extremely important to understand. Yeah. Um, Skylar Diggins Smith today was tweeting about yeah. the struggle that mm-hmm. she has to focus on basketball. Right. The other day, Dawn Staley, an NCAA champion, yes, was was tweeting about let's just be done with sports. Right. But right. it's just yeah. Your minds, the people's minds is
2: it's not there.
0: It's not there. Know? Um And so I guess we just have to see how it's all going to play out, Dorothy. You know, again, you mentioned uh, players being in different positions. And I do wonder what this means now. There is a groundbreaking collective bargaining agreement that has already been disrupted by coronavirus. and, um, Mm -hmm. And now this seems like another opportunity to go back to some of the main and foundational pieces of that CBA, which we heard a lot was holistic. And this is really putting the league and the PA to task because there are players in that, in the wobble that are hurting. They've lost fathers, grandfathers. There are players that have already left because of personal reasons. Uh, Brittany Griner is currently gone. And players themselves, their bodies have been affected. Correct. The you injury. Kalani and Glory. I mean, with, with COVID as well. Exactly. The injuries, COVID delays. Uh, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot happening right now. And I wonder if, like you said, the top is off. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the question, and I think it's a fair question, is – even though we all know the top is off is the collective sports industry going to try, you know, <laughs> like the Dickens to put stop, that cap back on
2: and Screw it back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or are they going to, uh, as they say, go with the flow? I don't know. Million dollar question. Yeah, it's A million dollar question. I mm. don't know what that looks like. Um, because again, I think there was, there's, Yeah, I mean, look at what's happening with MLB now. Yeah. All of the COVID cases that they're getting and they still haven't figured out maybe this traveling from city to city is not really working. Right. Or, or the For NFL. Some, right.
2: You know, they're determined to have their season and they're not putting together a bubble. And, you know, it's the, the bottom line, like I mentioned, you know, it, it's it's just the bottom line. But this is this is a different situation.
0: Right. We're in the
2: midst of a pandemic and we're in the midst of a a. Unprecedented social unrest.
0: Uh, yep. It can't be business I, I, as usual. No, it can't be business as usual. It cannot be. And we shouldn't want it to be. Right. For the sake of the athletes now, but also for the sake of the sport down the road. Because uh, once that trust is broken, yeah, that's going to be really tough. It, it, athletes are not soon going to forget that. In in particular, the athletes, and we all should be concerned about that. Um, right. And and I'm definitely coming from the lens of of women's sports, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because you know, even even thinking about the the shutdown, yeah. when did things get really serious for COVID in this country? When the NBA mm-hmm. canceled games, right? That's when we started taking it serious. Oh, and, wait a minute. Yeah. And here we are again, the NBA. And, you know, I like to, I'll be like, well, wait a minute. No, don't run and tell that and not talk about the WNBA, <laughs> but let's, you know, mm-hmm. be real mm-hmm. the way the NBA is situated. They were the league that showed this country that COVID is real.
1: Oh, yes, will,
0: will they be the league? that once and for all shows this country that racism is real.
2: Hmm. I like that question.
0: Yeah. A league that's predominantly black.
2: Showing that. And with those powerful voices like LeBron James, uh, you know, who everybody listens to, you know. uh, Yeah, definitely. I love that. I love that.
0: Well, to be determined, and we're just going to have to follow your amazing coverage of all things. (laughs) in Dallas uh, to get maybe potentially some answers to that, that main question Yeah. Um, because we got to keep it real as much as I love uh, talking about the WNBA. And it was said on the unity day panel. um, Women, black women in particular need co-conspirators, not allies, but co-conspirators. Love that. And accomplices. Yes. Y'all need to hold the bag with us, draw up the plans with us, yes. take the L's with us, and help us get the W's. Yes. And I think the NBA is a is a powerful. We have to be real. Is a powerful co-conspirator. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right. You know, and and now it's a matter of if I know anything about the WNBA, I I I will defer to you for NBA. But what I know about the WNBA is these games being postponed or boycotted or on strike or canceled, whatever word we want to use. <laughs> Betcha, by golly, wow! We're going to see some real statements and action and the mechanism has already been put into place with the social justice council with nice. each individual team for the most part Atlanta y'all need to get back to me I tried to get Atlanta to talk about their social justice platform uh sister girl still waiting on them to get back to me so we got to we got to we got to check up on Atlanta Uh-oh. okay Anyway, what you do in Georgia, I don't know. What? Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I I I do think I don't know how long it's going to take, but uh, I do think that there will be some coordinated statements. We've seen some of that already, right? Right. Uh, the reporting that ESPN was able to do on the ground, um, but I think we'll see more of it. And I do find the WNBA players to be uh, similarly to how we were talking about Satu, Mm -hmm. to be cerebral, to be innovative and
2: resourceful. Right. And very intentional about what they, you know, want to have happen. Mm
0: Correct. What they need to have happen, exactly. Or what they expect to have happen. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Well, Dorothy, as we close out this episode, an important episode... About social justice and very timely, as it would turn out. I would love to um, have our listeners uh, know where they can follow you and and uh, the projects that you currently have uh, on the mixer.
2: I'm Dorothy J. Gentry um, on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Very easy, very easy. Um, I have a couple of a couple of stories coming out um, in the Athletic, in the New York Times. Uh, Some things brewing. So just be on the lookout.
0: Okay. All right,
2: Dorothy.
0: (laughs) We're definitely going to do that. But thank you so much for your time. Uh, you know, congratulations and, and best of luck Thank to your you. son as he gets ready for senior year. Okay. Oh man, I'm almost done. <laughs> almost done, you know, and we are definitely uh, going to coat your family in blessings and love, as with everyone, all of our listeners. Uh, let's all stay up. That's what we got to do. Right. That's what I always say. Keep looking up because that's where it's at. Amen. Amen. Thanks again, Dorothy.
2: Thank you too for your time.